This holiday season, gift yourself something empowering, something rejuvenating, something transformational, something miraculous. Gift yourself a hair club consultation and get 20% off your personalized hair solution. Book your consultation online at hairclub.com forward slash holidays or call 1-844-695-HAIR. Call 1-844-695-HAIR. See website for details. Hair Club. Love your hair. Live your life. Ascension Thursday, 2017. What are you looking for? Let's find out in the homily. There are some aspects of this feast, the Ascension of Jesus, that we hit with the responsorial psalm. God mounts his throne to shouts of joy. You got pieces of it from the letter to the Ephesians, focusing on Christ's role exalted in heaven and having all the dominions and principalities beneath him and under his feet focus of that section of the scriptures today on Ascension Thursday are heavenly focus, like Jesus is up there and power and all that glory is his. Indeed, it's true, it is. But then there's the other section of the theme that is, is brought to our attention when Jesus says to his disciples in Matthew, go and baptize, or that section of the angels, the messengers standing around while the disciples are watching Jesus fade into the distance, as it's described, saying, why are you standing here looking up at the sky? What are you looking for, basically? So there's a kind of irony here going on in the scriptures today of our appreciation to the, of the exalted God, Jesus Christ, all the wonderful things that we've been hearing about him and knowing about him and celebrating about him throughout the season of Easter. That's all those wonderful aspects of Christ and the whole focus of our prayer as we pray to Jesus. But then there's a really challenging part in which we're saying, angels are saying, Jesus is saying, you belong here, folks. What are you looking for? Most of us would like to go up there and pray to God and, 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 and look beyond our imagination and go to the holy mountain, the pilgrimages and all that, and experience the, the divine. And, and Jesus is the, the divine one, the Son of God. But he came here to teach us how to use this place, the earth, to get to him. He came here as the perfect one with a perfect agenda to get us back to the Father. And he shows us how to do it. He shows us in his own lifestyle, without prejudice, without judgment, with a great deal of love, a great deal of patience, a great deal of charity and faith and hope, how to stay here and work this system, the earth, our world. And we're in such a mixed up world, aren't we? We, at times, want to fight for the rights of the underdog, the marginalized. And so we'll have one protest group here, and then we'll have another protest group there that's contradicting that protest group. And, 
and the chaos goes on, and we fight for, and I think it's probably one of the most important rights, religious freedom. And yet as a nation, we have newly, newly renewed association with a nation that doesn't invite any other religion into the country or any the building of any other religious edifice and yet we're quote christian country see see what we're we're in we're in a dilemma and the dilemma is being told being addressed by jesus and about about the messengers don't look up there for, for the answers look here go jesus tells us to baptize and i think we are obligated as as Christians to evangelize always with our actions, with our theology, with our faith, and with the water of baptism. But the greatest vision and witness to our baptized role as Christians to others is how we live and how we interact with each other and, and, and how we interact with the dilemma of our society in so many aspects of it what we agree with, what we don't agree with. And that catches us in the middle. And sometimes it, it allows us to focus on looking up. I'd rather just pray. I don't want to deal with justice. I don't want to deal with immigration. I don't want to deal with poverty. I don't want to... See, our humanity comes forward. And yet it's that, to that humanity that Jesus tells us, go! And the messengers say, why are you looking up? What are you looking for? The answer to get to God is right here on earth. Through struggle, through pain, through challenge, following the example of Jesus, using the great virtues of faith, hope, and charity in our own lives, not to look up, but to be brought into close contact with each other here, through prayer, through action, through the spirit of giving. The Holy Spirit is, you might say, the author in so many ways of the Acts of the Apostles. The Holy Spirit is mentioned so many times in the Acts of the Apostles because the Holy Spirit is with us, the Church, for us to pick up the mantle of Jesus Christ and go into the world. And we'd all rather what they say, naval watch, go into our own little world and find Jesus in me and pray to Jesus up there. But that's not what Jesus did. Washed the feet of his disciples, hung out with the prostitutes, cured the ill, went out to the lepers, did everything that got under the nerves, on the nerves of all those in high places of society. And our job is to be following Jesus into the neighborhoods, with our politics, with our prayer, with our action, with our charity, and without hypocrisy. And that's tough for the Christian. Because we all have our own hypocrisies. I don't know what you would do if someone came in that you didn't recognize at all in this church, and he or she was dressed very differently, like from a different culture and was a different color or was gay and very obviously somehow wearing a symbol of gay or lesbian 
medal, artifact, badge? How would we feel if, if someone so different came and sat right next to us? Who was a different culture, maybe searching for Christ, maybe searching for God in his or her life, but still a member of society, the same society for which Jesus came and died, and the same society into which we were told, go baptize. Don't look up there for God. He's right here with you. Pope Francis is one of my heroes, and I probably mention him in every homily. He just stands out. He, he stands out as someone who really hits that last nerve, focused on Christ, minister to Jesus Christ himself, vicar of Christ on earth. Absolutely. But he also turns it around and focuses on out there. Focuses us and our attention on where else we can find Christ, not only in glory, not only in the beauty of liturgy. And I took the flyer that was put out by the Apostleship of Prayer for his intentions, Pope Francis' intentions. Each month he has a different intention, and we're invited to pray for those intentions. But listen to the intentions. And Jesus' words, go out and baptize. Be witnesses to your faith out there as we pray for other Christians, as we pray for the afflicted, the disabled, the different, as we pray for persecuted Christians in our own nation and throughout the world, as we pray by example more than action than words for our young people so they see in the church a place where they belong for christians in africa his intentions include praying for national leaders and you, the entire world is in turmoil right now there's not a nation you could mention in which their national leader is stable, non-conflictual, easy to get along with. It don't exist. And it's cer certainly a pulse of the world. So they need our prayers. Lapsed Christians, those that see the church and all of its mistakes first before they see Christ. The Pope prays for artists. He's got a keen sense. He prays for this, parishes, for the unemployed and for workers. You see where Christ is sending us? And today we use the direction of the scriptures and, and Francis right there in the world as we pray for Christians in Asia and the elderly. Don't just pray for them. Every one of these intentions are ours, our own challenge from Christ. What are you looking for? The angel said. 
You need something to do? You need someone to pray for? You need an intention? You need a cause? Go to Francis, who goes to Christ first. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.